0: coming off a pretty weak week for stocks last week stock futures again it's like three hours from the open but uh, they're slightly positive Um, really keeping an eye on oil prices even though slightly down today uh, oil is over $82 a barrel gas nationally 383 we've talked about it a lot in Connecticut it's 380 and so (laughs) and it's interesting because uh, we, as we welcome in Jill from CBS News and Jill on Money, you know, I, I think we sort of both agreed, I think it was last week or two weeks ago, that we were a little bit uncomfortable with the, uh, the rate hike, and then, you know, a pause feels right, and so before I get into, you know, any sort of questions, you know, on it, it I mean, talk about, are you, are you just focused on, you think they should pause because that's the best way to get some sort of quote-unquote sort of soft landing type thing?
2: I think they should pause because they have told us exactly what they're seeking and they are they have actually gotten what they were seeking and they were seeking a cooling of the labor market. They are seeking a drop in the inflation rate, oil notwithstanding. They keep telling us not they tell us not to worry about oil. So we're not going to worry about oil. And I know it's a bummer to fill up your tank, but it is not going to be the main focus of the Federal Reserve, given what they told us they're focused on. It would seem to me that they should stop the campaign, at least see where we stand. Remember, the Fed has said that their actions have a lag effect, right? That makes sense to me. It takes a while for this to work into the overall economy. So why not wait? What's the downside of waiting? And maybe if they wait at this September meeting more data emerge, and we find that they're actually, they may have to raise again before the end of the year. That's okay, but it seems to me they've kind of a little nutty on this last bit of the inflation reduction that they so seek.
0: Well, you know, it's, I mean, I tend to agree with you, and then I'm, but I'm looking at, you know, oil if it stays, I know you just told me to not pay attention to it, but I mean, again, these These inflation numbers we're looking at as cooling are also lagging, and we might see an uptick in inflation if these prices remain high, wouldn't we?
2: We're going to see an uptick this week anyway, okay? So that's, you know, even without the oil. I I didn't say that oil doesn't matter. I just said that the Fed tells us that we shouldn't worry about it. So the reason we don't worry about it is that the oil prices go up and down. It's quite volatile. And instead, they're very concerned about looking at the core rate without the food and energy components. Even if you look at that, you know, they keep saying uh, they keep kind of harping on shelter, for example. And I just find that shelter component kind of weird, because when you look at the shelter component, even, you know, when you look at real data on the ground, like apartment lists just found that rents are down year over year and nationally. And That's not showing up in the government's data yet. And apartment list actually has live data of rents that are coming due. So I feel like those, not even I feel like, but definitely those numbers and a lot of the the red fins in the apartment list um, uh, sites like that are showing that rents are coming down. So I I just, I'm somewhat concerned that the Fed is so freaked out about inflation, they're going to go too far. And if you're that close to the end, why not wait? What's the huge downside right now? That's what I don't actually understand.
0: We're talking with Jill Schlesinger, CBS News, and of course, Jill on Money here on WTIC News Talk 1080. You know, I mean, you've done this stuff for a long time. Obviously, the economy, it, there are cycles. And I mean, it's not like we're never going to have a recession. So it, it's really just an effort to put it off as long as possible, right? I mean, so I mean, is, I, I I just wonder, like, are we just putting off a recession? and 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 is that how we should view it?
2: That's an interesting way to think about it. I'm not sure that the Fed wants to try to wring out recessions and the cycles. I think what they'd like to do is make the 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 entry into a recession and the length of a recession, they want to minimize the the pain as much as possible. So by going a bit slower, and you know, I guess if you're, you know, in that respect, you could have gone from, zero percent interest rates and just moved it up to five percent and see what happens right? right and then you would have been like let's rip the band-aid off and we would have gone into a recession and so far we have seen the economy avoid a recession but i do think that there is something to be said for kind of letting the fed guide their own words guide them you know in the last press conference in uh, july What did Powell said? He said, what we're looking for is a broad cooling in labor market conditions. And that's what we're seeing. And in fact, that is what we're seeing. We saw that in the July report on Friday, we saw that the number of jobs gone down, we saw revisions to the two previous months, we saw that there are Real slowdowns in certain sector that we we really are looking at the slow you know June and July were the slowest months of job creation in the past two and a half years. I'm not sure what more they want. Do they want to see job losses? Because I'd kind of think that would be a big bummer for a lot of people who lose their jobs.
0: You know, I, one last random question before I let you go, Jill. I you know when I was at CNBC, Steve Leisman did all the Fed stuff, so I I never got near any of them really. I listened to Rosengren maybe once, but I what are they like? I mean, I felt like they're cl- sort of close cloistered, like like separated from society like Supreme Court Justices, although now I've learned that they're not so separated. But I I, I mean, I I just, who are they? Like, are they academics? Are they accessible? Like the the Fed presidents, all these people, who, who are they?
2: Some of them are trained as economists. But if you look at Jerome Powell, he's a lawyer. He's trained as a lawyer. And he has been said to be not a very good organized guy who can marshal the forces. There are, of course, many, many economists and number crunchers who are employees of the Fed who work on preparing all the data, and then the officials who have a vote will basically take that data and and analyze it themselves to some extent and make a prediction. But as we know, over the last couple of years, the Fed is not perfect. Economists are not perfect. Coming out of a once-in-a-century pandemic kind of threw a lot of their models out the window. And even to this day, when I talk to economists who are not so... I think that maybe they're, they're a little bit shy now in, in going back and looking at what they said. But many of the good ones say to me, yeah, how could we possibly know? We didn't know that after you go to a 30% unemployment rate, you can have a labor market bounce back this quickly with this much resilience. We had no idea what consumers were going to be like. We had no idea how this was going to turn out. So how could they make policy in that time that would be perfectly attuned to the moment? They couldn't. And yeah. I get that. But I do think that this far into the cycle, what I would hope is that they really cling to their own advice, which is their data dependent. And according to the data, it does appear they're doing a good job of bringing down inflation, $82 uh, oil notwithstanding. Overall, the trend is good.
0: Yeah. Uh, Listen, any other, speaking of data, any other data points of note that people should know about this week?
2: Well, I don't know if you heard about it, but the U.S. women lost the soccer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know what happens watch. when you don't play well? You lose. You don't make it to the next round. Yeah.
0: It's you, a weird thing. When you don't play. I mean, that's a Jill Schlesinger. When you don't Thank play you. well, you lose. You don't make it to uh, the Jill, next round. Jill, have a great week. Take care, buddy. Uh, Jill Schlesinger, CBS News, and Jill on money.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours